And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. This your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and less to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler. The tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Carl Amare, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents... All things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the incomparable Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Robert Young stars on a New Year's Eve episode of Father Knows Best from 1953. But first, it's Name That Tune... Lisa Wolf Cullen will play short clips from popular New Year's Eve songs that have the word kiss in them. Right, Lisa? In the title. And a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Paul and I will try to name that tune. Lisa, say hi to Paul. Yes, hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Great to have you on the phone again with us. Uh, We're going to have a little New Year's Eve edition of Name That Tune with... Oh, I'm hearing like an echo. Turn your radio down, Paul. That's just. I me. don't have my radio on. What is that? Why are we? Why am I hearing an echo? I think Mike's just. Repeating. I don't know. Why are you hearing an echo? Why are you hearing? Hello. An echo? Why are you hearing an Hello? echo? Hello. So these are all songs with the word "kiss" in the title. Carl, can you think of any songs that have "kiss" in the title right off the top um, of your head? No. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to start with the first one, and when you know the title, just shout it out. And of course, I'm rooting for Paul. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the first song. <laughs> Kiss on my list. That's right. What? <laughs> Carl, Paul, I wish you could see Carl's face right now. What? <laughs> Kiss on my list by Hall & Oates. It was oh, from like their album Oates. called Voices in 1980. They let me tour with them. That's oh, why I, I like Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think I hear your voice in this song, actually. Yeah, that's me. That's you I'm in the, the lead, background. Lead singer. I, no, back. I'm the lead singer. You're in the background. No. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to embellish, I'm going to be the lead singer. No, you're in the back. You're way in the back, in the corner. <laughs> uh, they're so great. I saw them in concert one time. Paul and Oates. They were great. Did you sing with them then, too? No, I didn't. They... Not quite yet. No. A little early. All right, Paul's sure you up. see the Oats at your breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> your kiss is on my lips. Your kiss. List. Your kiss. It's list. Oh. It's not, not lips. lips. Oh. List. Oh, list. All right. List. It I think like, lips would have been better. Um, right? right, but it changes the meaning of the song. All right, Paul's up one. <laughs> Paul is up one. All right. Okay. Here's the next song. Uh, um, this is yes, Seal. That's Seal, right? Yes, but he got it. Kiss what is it? <laughs> Paul, I wish you were here. It's Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Oh, man. Released in 94. From Batman. Batman yes, soundtrack. This was released in 95 as part of Batman Forever. Yeah. Film soundtrack. Hmm. Seal. If you played it a week ago, it would have been a Christmas seal. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, he's quick. I know. He's quick. It's a great song. I know. 
I pick only the greatest. Was that in tune? Uh huh. Should I try it again? Yeah. Oh, I don't was know. That, there was no notes was involved in, in there. Was no was notes in involved in, in that speech? Right. That screech. <laughs> I Paul has two. Carl has zero. Okay. Next song again has Chris mm-hmm. in the title. There you see her sitting there across the way. What? Is this a reggae song? Like a, a lot to say, it's like something a I'm not giving ting, clues. Some ting. And you don't know why. Oh, this is from uh, to try that animated. Uh, and there it is. Uh, did you hear something? Kiss the Girl. Oh, from the Little Mermaid. It's from the uh, Little Mermaid. Kiss the Girl. Yeah, they just yeah. said it. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like about 10 beats too late. This is Kiss the Girl uh, from the Walt Disney Picture animated film, The Little Mermaid, 1989. Never saw it. get half a point for having the movie. Yeah, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're already winning two zip. Oh, so I wouldn't worry about it. You're good. You know this movie. I never saw this movie. Well, I can't choose them based on what you see. I don't see animated films. <laughs> There's only so many hours in a day, so I don't waste my time on animated films. Sorry. Gotcha. You're animated enough. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Honestly, Paul, I was just about to say that. You beat me to the punchline there. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Next song. Yeah. I don't want another heartbreak. This I don't kiss. need another yes. time to what is it? <laughs> this kiss. Look, Carl's face is like ready to like oh, scream. What's, the deal? Stop. what's the deal, Paul? This is Faith Hill from her album Faith, 1998. Man, it is. Never heard it. Never heard this song. I have never heard this song. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Never heard it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I have faith he's telling the truth. I have faith he's not. I I would I would venture to guess that he has heard it. Never heard that song. It just okay. I never heard it. All right. Okay. Why would I make that up? Next song. Because you didn't get it, so you say you never heard it. Oh. I like this song. <laughs> Gonna light your fire. Get <laughs> about you, baby. Desire. Arms around you. Hope. 1978. Oh, baby. Come on, guys. Yeah. By Exile. Mm, that's a good tune. I know. Without you, babe, don't know where I've been. You're not just another love, I know you're everything. Kiss you all over? Yes! What? Every time I'm with you, baby. Paul, Paul, you ought to be here with us. Up, Kiss You All Over, 1978, Exile, from their album Mixed Emotions. Here, it's coming, Carl. You'll hear the the chorus. (laughs) I wanna kiss you. Next line. Let me show how much. Ooh! Love you. Need you. Oh, baby. I want to kiss you over. And over again. I want to kiss you over. Till the night closes in. Here it goes. Come on, guys. <laughs> 
Another one, man. Well, there's one to go. I'm venturing a guess. You're not going to be able to catch up, Carl. My gosh. But let's see if you can, you know, redeem yourself. All right. Okay, last one. one. Here we go. This was never the way I planned. Katy Perry. I kissed a girl. He got it. (laughs) I kissed a girl. Katy Perry from her album, One of the Boys. Paul is relentless. He's relentless. He is the champ. Yep. I'll tell you what, man. Paul is tough to beat. He um, is tough to beat. Yeah, he is. I guess it's the kiss of death for you, Carl. <laughs> A girl, and I liked it. Cherry lipstick. Um, Paul, you were fantastic. Yeah. I, I'm go, just Paul. blown away. Way to go, Paul. Paul, well, I wish you, you could uh, be here to see Carl's face, but yeah. you were so great. He, um, I'll tell you what, man. He really, um, yep. He beat the. That's what he, he did. He beat the pants off that's me. That's what he did. Way to go, Paul! Hey, happy New Year to you! I'm going to send you some fun CDs, okay, buddy? Excellent, thank you. All right, man. Thanks, Have a good Paul. one. When we come back, Robert Young stars as Jim Anderson. Father knows best. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Father knows best. When you uh, when you hear that, you think of the television show, right, Lisa? For sure. You think of like Robert Young and his family, and there was always a situation. And I remember growing up watching Father Knows Best on TV. I did, too. Black and white, and then later, I believe, color episodes Mm -hmm. as well. But Father Knows Best started on radio, and Robert Young played um, general insurance agent Jim Anderson. The series was set in the Midwest somewhere. They never really said what town. Um, it was um, a situation comedy series started on radio in 1949, and then when it moved to radio in its la- uh, sorry when it moved to television in its last year on radio, so it didn't it wasn't on radio and TV at the same time like a lot of shows were. This said, okay, 1954, we're done with the radio, let's move to TV. They completely changed the cast except for Robert Young. He was the only one that made. The transition to TV they had a whole new cast on television, um, and the television series lasted until 1960. So, like six or seven years on TV. This is a um, a December 31st, uh, New Year's Eve, 1953 radio broadcast. A um, lot of fun. Robert Young stars. Here's part one now of Father Knows Best. Now listen to Father Knows Best, transcribed, starring Robert Young as Father. Welcome to Springfield and another half-hour visit with the folks in the white frame house on Maple Street. Sit back and enjoy life with the Andersons. Kathy, Bud, Betty, Margaret, and Jim, as the head of this typical American household, again sets out to prove that father knows best.
Christmas is New Year's Eve in Springfield, just as it is everywhere else. But there's something special about this New Year's Eve at the White Frame House on Maple Street. For the first time in years, things have worked out so that Jim and Margaret can go out to a New Year's party instead of spending it at home with the children. And right now, party preparations are nearing completion. Like this. Margaret, I need some help with these cufflinks. They put so much starch in the cuffs, I can hardly bend them around my wrist. Mommy! They keep snapping back at me. Yes, Kathy, but take some white shoe polish and clean them. I'll just get them dirty again. Clean them anyway. Now then, Jim, give me your cufflinks. Uh-huh. You know, I can hardly believe we're actually going out this New Year's. <laughs> it is hard to believe. How many years is it now that we've been trying to get to the Stevens New Year's party? Mm-hmm. You'd think they would have stopped inviting us by now. <laughs> well, tonight we'll make up for all the years we've missed. Of course, it makes you feel a little older to realize that your children are finally old enough to go somewhere on New Year's Eve. <laughs> but it's kind of a good feeling, too. Gives you a sense of freedom. Mommy! <laughs> yes, Kathy? Is it all right if I wear blue shoes tonight? It would be fine, but you don't have any blue shoes. I do now. <laughs> Dear. I'll be there in a minute, Kathy. Where did you say she was going tonight? Oh, just over to Patty Davis's house. Patty's grandmother's going to be there to stay with the girls. Mother! Hey, where's the new black bow tie I bought to wear tonight? Mother! I put it right here on the bed. Mother, I snagged these stockings. Do you have an extra pair of real sheer dark ones? Look in my top drawer. I think there's one pair in there. Those are the ones I snagged. <laughs> Well, did you look in There's the... none there either. Well, maybe you can... That won't work either. <laughs> the only solution I can see, Mother, is for us to exchange stockings. I should wear the snagged ones? Well, after all, Mother, it doesn't matter so much how you're... Uh, well, I mean, when a person gets to be... people who looks at anyone's legs. <laughs> well, there's your father and Mr. Davis and Mr. Phillips and Mr. Liggett and Mr. Stevens and Mr. Stewart. Betty, have you seen an elderly black bow tie anywhere? <laughs> father, I've got problems of my own. Oh, I'm sorry. Mom! Betty, I may be caught up in the Stanley Steamer crowd, but I plan to wear these stockings tonight, even though... Oh, wait, I think I might have another pair in my room. Mom! I can't imagine where that tie went to. Mom, where's that checkered flannel shirt of mine? Bud, you can't wear that to a party. It hasn't got any holes in it. (laughs) I know that. And it's clean. Bud, I want you to dress up. Why? All there's going to be there is just some fellas and some girls. Nobody but people, huh? (laughs) Well, if you want to call girls people. (laughs) Well, even though it is limited to people, I want you to dress up. Wear your white shirt. It won't look very good with blue jeans. (laughs) Who said you were going to wear blue jeans? Wear your good blue suit. I thought that was for Sunday school. Well, you can wear it tonight, too. After all, this is New Year's Eve. And it's your first New Year's Eve party. Well, okay. 
but a blue suit doesn't look so hot with tennis shoes. <laughs> tennis shoes? Well, gosh, we're going to play games tonight, and I don't want to slip. Look, bud. A fellow needs to be sure-footed. That's fine, but... Needs suction grip soles on the turns. <laughs> Look, bud, tonight... You uh, want me to lose the games? Of course not, but... Bud, wear your good shoes and stop badgering your mother. Well, okay. If you want your boy to be a wallflower... Oh, wait a minute, wallflower. Do you know where my new... No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Now, what do you suppose happened to that tie? Margaret, are you sure you didn't pick it up? I haven't even seen the tie, Jim. It was right there on the bed. Mommy! Now, what could have happened to it? My new black hair ribbon. Does that answer your question, Jim? <laughs> How does it look, huh? Well, it looks fine, kitten, except that happens to be my necktie. Oh, dear. Jim, will you go down and get the phone? My nail polish is still wet. I'll and go down, I... Mother. It's probably Ralph worrying about if I'm going to be ready on time. He always thinks he has to wait for me, and I don't know where he ever got that idea because he never has to wait for me. I never make him wait. I can't remember one single time that I ever made him wait. Well, don't stand there talking. Go down and answer the phone. Oh, let him wait. He'll oh. <laughs> do him good. Ah, oh, the feminine female mind is a wondrous thing indeed. What does that mean, Daddy? I wish I knew, kitten. <laughs> and please give me back my tie. Oh, flibberty gibbets. <laughs> Come on, Kathy, we'll go find you another ribbon. We'd better figure out what to do about your shoes, too. Oh, I got them fixed. I made two-toned shoes out of them. Oh, fine. Blue and red. <laughs> red? Where did the red come from? Well, see, when I was trying to scrape off the blue polish with a knife... A knife? I cut my finger, and so I got out the mercuricomb... Uh, say and... no more. And the red and the blue look so pretty, I just finished them up that way. I'll bet they look great now. Yeah, they do. But we'll have to get a new bottle of Mercuricomb. That stuff doesn't spread as far as shoe polish. <laughs> Mother? How about your brown Oxfords? Are they good enough to wear? Mother, that was Mrs. Davis. She said Patty's in bed. In bed? She ate up the mistletoe and got sick. Oh, my. So Kathy can't go over there tonight. Oh, gee willikers. Uh-oh. Well, I know what that means. Here, Kathy, you can have the tie. I won't be wearing it tonight. Well, now, wait a minute, Jim. All's not lost. And here I thought that for once we had New Year's Eve all organized. Well, it'll still work out. I'll call a sitter to stay with Kathy. Oh, heck, I don't want a sitter. I want to go with you and Daddy. Look, Angel, by the time we're ready to leave, it'll be your bedtime. You said I could stay up until 9.30 tonight. Well, you can. I'll go down and call Mrs. Treeley. She's usually available. I don't want Mrs. Treeley. Mrs. Treeley always wants to read me a bedtime story to put me to sleep. Well, you like bedtime stories all right, don't you? Sure, but she always falls asleep instead of me. <laughs> I see. I have to keep waking her up so many times that I lose interest in the story. 
Well, I think this is something we'd better look into. We're not paying her to come over here and sleep. Don't pay her anything at all. Maybe she'll stay away. Oh. Well, I doubt if she'll be able to make it tonight. We'll soon find out. Here comes your mother. How'd you make out, Margaret? No luck with Mrs. Treely. Goody. She's already taken for tonight, and so is Mrs. Freeman. Goody. But Mrs. Brophy said she was pretty sure she could find somebody to send over. Who? I don't know. Well, whoever it is, I don't like her. But you haven't even seen her yet, Kathy. Well, gosh, if I don't like her without even seeing her, think how much worse it will be when I do see her. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll eat some mistletoe and go over and be sick in bed with Patty. Mom, uh, I forgot to tell you that I'm supposed to take a box lunch to this party. A box lunch? Well, for goodness sakes, Bud, why didn't you tell me before? I forgot. <sighs> well, it's hardly time to fix one now. Oh, I won't need much. Just enough for me and whatever girl gets me. <laughs> Let me think. Why don't you just throw a couple of things together? Like, say, fry a couple of chickens, some mashed potatoes, corn on the cob, string beans, apple pie. Bud, I'm not going to fry any chickens for you tonight. I can tell you that right now. Why don't you go down in the kitchen and see what you can find for some sandwiches? There's some peanut butter and jelly. Ugh. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? What do you think I am, a vegetarian? <laughs> Sounds like Lisa. That's a strange... I think that's maybe a more unusual thing. Vegetarian back... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was kind of like, eh, vegetarian. You hear the quality of that, Father mm-hmm. Knows Best? Direct from the master transcription. Then Mike takes that uh, transcription disc into the tub with him. The bubble bath cleans it in there while he's, you know... he. Well, he what? (laughs) While he's in the bubble bath, you know, he um, kills two birds with one stone. He washes himself and the transcription disc. Got it. Then dries it off while he's drying himself off and then does a transfer. Mm -hmm. So we want to thank Mike for all the extra effort he puts into the quality (laughs) of these radio shows. Mike Bubble Bath Costello over there. Yeah. We want to thank him for all his hard work. And that's why the quality of these shows, that's why they sound so great. Thanks to Mike Bubble Bath Costella. All right, we're listening to Father Knows Best, December 31st, 1953. We'll have the conclusion in a moment. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour holiday. Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. 
And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360 across hundreds of radio stations coast to coast. We're also heard all over the globe on American Forces Radio. Uh, I think it's like 168 countries hear our show on American Forces Radio on The Voice. And um, some of the biggest radio stations in the country carry us. We're very, very blessed. And recently, our Phoenix station just added another hour, KFNX 1100. We want to thank them. Um, We're on 8 to 10 p.m. They carry two hours in Phoenix, but we're all over the country. Pittsburgh, Orlando, Los Angeles, New York, Milwaukee, of course, Chicago. um, San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, we're all over over the place. uh, But, you know, a lot of our stations don't carry the full five hours, which is a bummer. We wish they did. And they always have the opportunity to add, uh, add hours, but... If you want to hear the full five-hour show each and every week and um, you're missing out if you don't hear the full five-hour show, plus we add radio rarities to the end of it, you can subscribe to our podcast. Go to our website, hollywood360radio.com, and uh, subscribe to our Hollywood 360 podcast. It will be emailed to you. It's so easy, so easy. We email it every Monday. You get the full five-hour show plus radio rarities in an email that um, the links never expire. So if you don't listen to it that week, just keep it in your email and then go back and listen to it whenever you'd like. But uh, we don't want you to miss any of the show. So go to Hollywood360radio.com or call our uh, toll-free... Actually, it's not a toll-free number. It's an 815 number. But if you use your cell phone, I don't think it costs anything, right? It doesn't cost anything to call. 815-900-7535. 815-900-7535. And during regular business hours, you will talk to a live operator. Otherwise, if you call outside that time, you can leave your number and someone will call you back. 815-900-7535. And we will sign you up to the Hollywood 360 podcast. All right, we're listening to Father Knows Best, Good Situation Comedy with Robert Young. December 31st, 1953. Here's the conclusion. I want meat. Come on, bud. I'll go down with you and see what we can find. I'm a little hungry myself. Okay. Wait for me. I'm hungry, too. Oh, bud, do you have to make so much noise when you go downstairs? Well, I told you I should have worn my tennis shoes tonight. Oh, sure. They have super suction cup cushion soles. I'll bet that's your sitter, Kathy. Go let her in. I don't like her. Well, let her in anyway. You might be surprised and like her. No, I won't. Well, don't keep her out there waiting. Okay. Tell her your mother will be down in a few minutes. Come on, bud. Let's see what we can find in the kitchen. Kathy, open the front door. Hello. Daddy says for you to come in. Well, thanks. Hi there. How are you? Huh? Hey, who are you? Well, I'm Freddie Zollers. I'll bet you're Kathy. Is that right? But how did you know? My aunt told me. My aunt is Mrs. Brophy. Brophy? You mean you're my sitter? You hit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does seem kind of funny, doesn't it? But, see, I'm making my own way in college, and I pick up a buck wherever I can. You're really going to stay here and play with me? That's the deal. Uh, Look what I brought along for us to play with. 
You uh, any good at ping pong? Gee, golly boy! Come on, we'll set it up on your dining room table. Have you got a good big one? Yeah, it's right through this way. Okay. Gee, you sure are pretty. <laughs> Kathy, I, I think we're going to get along great. Here's the table. Now what do we do? Well, you take one end of this net and go around the other side of the table. Yeah, that's the idea. Kathy! Who's that? That's just my old sister. Don't let her know we're in here. Kathy, did you hide my gloves? Is that your sister out in the hall? Yeah, that's her. Come on, let's play. Wow. She's no fun. She's no good at games. Kathy, where are you? Oh, here you are. Kathy, did you... Well. You go away, Betty. This is my sitter. <laughs> sitter? Yeah. I'm working my way through college. <laughs> oh, did Mrs. Brophy send you? Yeah, she's my aunt. Oh, my name's Freddie Zollers. What's yours? It's Betty. Betty. Gee, that's my favorite name. <laughs> um, want to have a game of ping pong? Wait a minute. You're going to be here all evening? Yeah, that's the deal. Hmm. Come on, Freddy, let's play. Betty, go answer the phone. <laughs> Somebody else will get it. Now, uh, here's a good way to hold the paddle, Betty. Uh, some players hold it this way, but I prefer to... to... Betty! Oh, be oh, there you are. Telephone. All right, brother dear. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Nice to have met you, Freddy. Yeah, nice to have met you. Come on, Freddy, let's play. Hey, who's he? Shh. Who's Freddy? That's Kathy's sitter. Sitter? Howlin' cats, Dad. Get a load of that sitter. Who's on the phone, Ralph? Yes. Did you say the sitter's a he? Take a peek in the dining room. Hello. Huh? Oh, yes, Ralph. Well, no, I'm not ready yet. Ralph, I'm afraid I'm not going to make it. See him, Dad? Yeah. Well, Ralph, I have a simply, utterly crushing headache, and I just don't think I can go to the party tonight. <laughs> now, well, wait a minute, Betty. Oh, I'm awfully sorry, Ralph, but I just wouldn't be any fun at all tonight. Now, listen here, Betty. Well, I'm sorry, too, Ralph, but this came up awfully sudden. It certainly did. <laughs> well, thank you, Ralph, I will. Goodbye. Betty, I'm ashamed of you. But why, Father? You wouldn't want me to go out with a crushing headache, would you? No, no, of course not. In fact, now that I think of it, I'm glad you did that. You are? Certainly. Now that you're going to be home, we won't need the sitter. What? I will tell you to go home. No, Father, Well, what started out to be the first well-organized New Year's Eve in the history of the Anderson family has now become a mixed-up shambles. When Kathy's plans fell through, they had to get a sitter for her. And when the sitter turned out to be a handsome young man, Betty called off her date with Ralph. And now Jim is upsetting Betty's little scheme by letting the sitter go home. Like this. You see, uh, something just came up, Mr. Uh, 
What did you say your name was? Freddie Zoller, sir. Yes. Well, Freddie, it looks now as though our oldest daughter won't be going out tonight. She won't? Hey, wait! Uh, it seems that she has a crushing headache. Oh, gosh, that's too bad. She's got to go out, Daddy. Well, she's called off her date already. No glue pots. And as long as uh, <laughs> she's going to be here, Freddie, I guess we won't need a sitter after all. However, we'll pay you anyway, as long as you were good enough to come all the way over. Uh, Father, I think I've changed my mind. Oh? My head seems to feel a little better now. I might call Ralph and go after all, maybe. Good! Good! Well, are you sure you're going to go? I think so. At any rate, we'll need someone to stay with Kathy. I see. Well, Freddie, I guess you'd better stick around until the princess makes up her mind what she's going to do. That is, if you don't mind. Oh, I don't mind at all. Not at all, sir. Come on, Freddie. Let's get going here. It's my turn to bat. It's your turn to serve, Kathy. Okay, my turn to serve the bat. Come on! <laughs> Dad! I'm coming, bud. My, I'll bet that's a fascinating game to play. Yeah. Uh, here, you want to try it? Oh, oh, no, you've got a headache. Uh, you'd better sit down. Would you like to have me get you a drink of water? Would you? Oh, slush. <laughs> I'll be right back. Now, listen, Betty. He's my... Excuse sister. me, Mr. Anderson. Uh, could I please get a glass of water? Oh, sure. Help yourself. There's some glasses in that cupboard right next to the sink. Oh, thanks. I don't think you've met my son. This is uh, Bud. Freddy Zoller. Hi. Hi. Say, you wouldn't have an aspirin tablet handy, would you? Has Kathy given you a headache already? <laughs> oh, no, it's for Betty. Well, I'll tell you, Freddy, I doubt if an aspirin would have much effect on the kind of headache Betty has. Just uh, give her the water. Yes, sir, I will. I'll take good care of her, sir. What's wrong with him? I don't know. He snapped his snood. <laughs> well, he'll get it back as soon as Betty leaves. Now then, what was your problem? Uh, no problem. I just can't find hardly anything for my box lunch. Well, let's see. What have you got in here so far? Apples, that's good. Dill pickles. You need a whole jar of them? Pickles are hard to carry loose I see Wieners well, These aren't cooked, bud They're not bad, Raw I might be able to put them on the radiator for a while To sort of warm them up Wait a minute Why do you need two packages of wieners? Well, she might want some, too I see Well, what else have we got here? Donuts, cookies, pretzels Box of crackers bottle of ketchup. I just put in one. I thought we could share that. <laughs> can of minced ham. Can of hominy. But you've got to cook hominy. Oh, is that what that is? I thought it said honey. <laughs> oh, me. I thought honey would go good with the pretzels. Yes, delicious. <laughs> can of corned beef. Can of Vienna sausages. Can of salmon. But this was supposed to be a box lunch, not a canned lunch. I know, but where can you get a box of salmon? What's this in here for? A head of cabbage. Well, I thought maybe I could trade that off for something if I get hungry. Yeah, that you should worry about. Jim, I'm ready. Let's go. Just a minute, Margaret. So what do you think I could take, Dad? Oh, a side of beef would be nice. 
Hurry up, Jim. We'd better go. I just called the Stevens and told them we're late, but we're on our way. Well, Margaret, I don't think we should leave just yet. Uh, a situation has come up with a sitter who happens to be... I know all about it. Kathy just told me. Come on. But, Margaret, I was just wondering if we ought to leave them unchaperoned. It doesn't seem quite proper. He is a stranger. No, he's not. He's Mrs. Brophy's nephew. He's a wonderful boy. Dad, where could I get a side of beef this time of the night? <laughs> I don't know, bud. Come on, Jim. We're terribly late now. Look at the clock. Oh, my gosh. How did it get that late? Well, we've all just been fooling around. We've got to go. Yeah, okay. That, uh, Freddy's awfully good looking. Oh, stop being a father and let's go. This is our New Year's night out, remember? Yeah, okay. I know good and well Betty never intended to call Ralph back and go out with him. She's waited long enough, so he's sure to have made other plans by now. Oh, now, Jim, stop it. Daddy, will you come in and play ping pong with me? I thought you were playing with Freddy. No, they're in the living room, sitting on the Davenport. By George, I knew it. <laughs> you knew what? Well, I mean, uh, uh, maybe I'd better go in there and just sort of, well, you know, uh, uh, check... Oh, for heaven's sake, Jim, you remind me of my father. Oh, dear, that's probably the Stevens wondering what happened to us. Bud, tell them we're on our way. Come on, Jim. Wait, it might be an important call. Oh, dear. Hello? Oh, hi, Joe. It's just Joe. Come on. Wait, I forgot to get a handkerchief, I think. Jim, come back. Hey, I'm glad you called, Joe. What are you putting in your box lunch? What? You've eaten already? Well, look what time it is. Well, how was it? Did the girls draw names and all that? Who got me? Claude Mesner? <laughs> Uneven number, huh? <laughs> I'll show you how to bat a serve, Mommy. Some other time. What are you doing now? Going home. No, I haven't got my box lunch ready yet. <laughs> Jim, hurry up. Well, okay, Joe. See you tomorrow. Bye. Anybody want some pretzels and pickles? <laughs> Bud, come on. Play me a game, will you, huh? In just a minute. I want to eat a couple of wieners first. Mother, aren't you and Father ever going to your party? I'm trying my best to get him out of here. He's upstairs getting a handkerchief right now. No, he isn't. He's in the dining room playing ping pong with Freddie. Ping pong? I know what he's doing, too. He's protecting his poor little innocent daughter. Oh, fine. Oh, boy, I'd like to get in on that game myself. Come on, Kathy, maybe we can get up some doubles. Hot dog! Wait, children, don't start anything. Oh, dear. Mother, why does father think he has to protect me? Because he's a father, that's why. Here, Betty, put this on so you won't soil your good dress. But Why? Don't you know what we have to do now? I don't think I do. Well, you will, after you have a family of your own. Now, help me with this stuff here. I think we can put it over on the table there. Oh, I get you. I think this is a wonderful plan, Mother. It's one I've been using for years. Oh, we better hurry, too. It's just about time. You're right. Maybe you'd better go break up the game and call them out here. Okay. Miss it, Kathy. Swing, no. Kathy. That's it. Good girl. Oh. Now, that makes a deuce. Wait a minute. That was our point. She missed the table. No, she didn't. Did you, Kathy? No, sir. Oh, let him have it. We'll still beat him. Oh, listen to him. Wait a minute. Hold it. Huh? Hmm? 
I have a brief announcement. Mother wants you all to file into the kitchen. What for? We've just got the game started. Come on, everyone. Yes, ma'am. Well, come on, kids. Remember now, it's my serve. Right in here. That's it. Well, what's all this? It's time for refreshments. Help yourselves. Pickles, pretzels, donuts, corned beef, salmon... Hey, that's my box lunch. And one can of hominy. <laughs> yes, and look at the clock, everyone. Huh? Well, I'll be... Happy, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! All the quaint and forgot and never brought to mind. Sure, Let me be the first to kiss our wonderful hostess. Um. Hey, that's an idea. Oh, Freddie. <laughs> oh, boy, this is what I like. Corned beef. <laughs> My George Margaret, I believe this is the best time we've had since the first year we missed the Stevens party. Happy, Happy New, New Year, year everybody. Well, the Andersons all finally went to a New Year's party, but it turned out to be the one they always attend, their own. The younger celebrants are all fast asleep in their beds now. Only Jim and Margaret are still up as they tidy up a few things downstairs, like this. You know, Margaret, when you come right down to it, there's no better place to celebrate New Year's Eve than right in your own home with your own family. <laughs> well, I must admit, we had a wonderful time. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What's the matter? We forgot to call the Stevens to tell them we weren't coming. Well, I think they figured that out for themselves by now. <laughs> oh, but we should call, Jim. I feel awful. Well, you're right, but it's pretty late now. They'll still be going strong. Call them and explain. Mm, what'll I say? Just say, well, you'll think of something. I know they're wondering why we didn't even call. Please do it, Jim. Well, okay. I'll, uh... Just tell them we got stuck here at home again, and uh, there was no way to... Hello? Who is this? Oh, Harvey? Well, Happy New Year to you, too, Harvey. Uh, this is Jim. Uh, Jim Anderson. No, we're at home. Yeah. Huh? Well, we had to, Harvey. I, I just called back to thank you again. Uh, it was a wonderful party. Yeah, so long, Harvey. <laughs> To thank him? Jim, what were you talking about? How do you like that? He asked me why we left the party so early. They never even missed us. <laughs> Join us again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Father Knows Best is an NBC Radio Network production in cooperation with Cavalier Enterprises. In our cast were Gene Vanderpile as Margaret, Rhoda Williams, Ted Donaldson, Helen Strom, and Gil Stratton, Jr. Father Knows Best, based on characters created by Ed James, written by Paul West and Roswell Rogers, directed by Arthur Jacobson, and transcribed in Hollywood. This is Bill Foreman speaking. the all-star parade of bands on the NBC radio network.
There's a uh, rollicking, fun, father-knows-best New Year's Eve show from 1953, Robert Young starring, and uh, that was Bill Foreman doing the announcing, and Bill Foreman was the Whistler. Yeah, he did a lot of announcing. He was an announcer on the Phil Harris and Alice Faye show. He was the announcer on this program, other programs, but uh, he did play a dramatic role on the Whistler. He wasn't the Whistler the whole run, but for the majority of the run, he played the mysterious Whistler character on that uh, West Coast very popular program. Hope you enjoyed Father Knows Best. Time for This Month in Music History. Right, and we are still in the 1990s with this song. It's a sad song. So this is a bad one, too. Yeah. One's too slow, one you don't, you didn't know who sang it, and one's sad. Is it like Alanis Morissette or somebody like that? Yes, sir. It is? It is. Wow. She didn't let me tour with her either. Wow. Why wouldn't she? Not very nice of her. Um, I think it's a great song. Clearly you disagree, but that's typical. No, it's It's, like it's all... It's kind of ironic, isn't it? It's all bad stuff that's happening to rain on your wedding day. Right. What's it called, Carl? Although that's good luck, ain't it? Yes. Rain on your wedding day? But it's like all bad things. It's it's not a good song. Hey, it's there was cool. like a tornado coming on like my wedding day. <laughs> it was? We were supposed to be outside. Oh, really? And then we uh, we ended up inside because the weather had changed drastically. Well, I think it worked for out you. for you, It wouldn't right? have mattered for Bubble Bath Boy. It wouldn't have mattered. He likes water. That's right. <laughs> Get a little soap and you have some suds up. <laughs> um, this is called Ironic by Alanis Morissette, released in 1996 on her album Jagged Little Pill. Whether or not jagged little pill, yes. Even she's, if it's she's angry. She's angry. You know, <laughs> right, Mike? She's very angry. This woman. She has a lot that, on her mind. She's got a lot of anger issues. She has things on her mind. I never cared for this song. Really? No. I oh. mean, most of her songs, she's angry. Well, the song reached number four, well, so you're probably one of the only four people. Right. All right, thanks, Lisa. Sure, Carl. Wow, I'm really batting a thousand here. <laughs> <laughs> More of Hollywood 360 after this break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right, in our next hour, it's a New Year's Western episode. Of Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad, going back to 1956. We'll also talk to uh, Kathy Lynch. She's the editor of Good Old Days magazine, and the newest issue is out. We'll talk about my article that's in there. We'll talk about all the great articles in the newest edition of Good Old Days magazine with its editor, Kathy Lynch. That's coming up. Right, Lisa? Right, Carl. In our next hour. If you say so. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and don't forget, Gunsmoke, too. We'll see you soon. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.